Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Tyler has fun on Okay, we're live. Um, Zane just brought up something interesting. Hold on, Jamie's got something. Oh my goodness, Jamie. (laughs) Good? All right, we're good. Professional (laughs) podcast here. We're back. Uh, Zane just brought up something interesting, and it is that he has committed. I made him sign a contract. (laughs) It's verbal. You know, we we made it happen. You will Uh, play. The winner of Honcho's Austin League, again, honchopickle.com to register. You will play the winners two-on-one for, let's say, 100 bucks. But they don't have to – their entry is that they won the league. You yeah, put yeah. 100 bucks up. Well, all right, sure. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Yeah. I just got, to, I just got talked down to from be. a bet uh, that they should be allowed to put – whatever they can put some money on it if they want i'll go i'll bet up to 100 bucks but i want to be able to win something on this yeah all right so they can they can wager whatever so if you win honcho pickleball austin if you're the head honchos in austin yep what how does it work are there two winners is it a team do they play together the entire time or is it like a you play with somebody different in every no so you yeah so you if you don't sign up with a partner uh we'll pair you with a partner at your skill level so uh, there's one winning team per like uh skill level yeah per skill level okay gotcha mm-hmm. um, but the most advanced is 4-0 plus okay so like if you're you know a 4-0 you're probably gonna be competing against some some fives true that um is there prize money and stuff involved in Honcho? Yeah, but if you quiz me on the details, I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, but it's all on the website. So there's isn't prize it, isn't money. Isn't it your company? There, yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, listen, hey, you know, I got a partner who runs the show, um, so I don't, I don't keep up with all the details. But um, yeah, we're gonna, we're putting together some sick merch. We're spending way too much money on merch, by the way, but it's gonna be awesome. So everybody gets merch. Um, we have condensed it down to, so we're kind of weeding it out cause we want to, we want to pick five cities. So the remaining seven are Phoenix, Denver, LA, Dallas, Atlanta, Austin, Houston, Austin and Houston are oversubscribed, but because we're in both of those markets, like physically we might end up taking more people. So if you do want to have a chance to play Zane one-on-one, you can still, uh, you can still sign up for that. And then by next week, we're going to have our five uh, selected. So um, we're coming down, and then we're going to kick off the, the seasons in October. 
are you guys on the gram as honcho pickle or where can we find yeah, honcho bro. pickle thomas thomas tommy <laughs> uh yeah you didn't get any sleep did you honcho oh that was on that was on my phone i recorded that not on here yeah it's I'll, okay nobody I'll knows what you're talking about too. we're we're both tired there's been a lot going on i yeah. haven't I haven't slept as much as i haven't got my beauty sleep clearly yeah thomas has been on 28 years of no beauty sleep so mm-hmm. yeah we're just gonna struggle through this one yeah um but yeah honcho pickle on instagram honchopickle.com go register um and if you want to be like an ambassador you want to like lead your city let us know we'll get you set up um and I think there's actually like commission if you uh, help fill out your city. So you can like make money if you want to be like the champion of your city. Um, but okay, we got a lot of stuff going on. All right. We did a nice little pod last night. I think we did a pretty good recap of everything that's going on and revealed some of the details, but certainly some more to be discussed. Uh, Jenny had a nice cameo. I thought that was great yeah she was not having it <laughs> yeah <laughs> she wanted she nothing, nothing the to do with it wanted nothing to do with it she's like i'm gonna say something wrong say i'm gonna get zane in trouble i'm like jenny i've already gotten myself in trouble like you're good you can't get me in any more trouble than i've already gotten myself in so um i'm gonna ask you something you're you just tweeted singles mastery and a clip of you playing would you say that you've mastered singles I used to be pretty good at singles. <laughs> well, I, I actually I don't know what we what I just posted. You don't know what you just posted? Well, me. Too big time for who, that these days. I, you know, was that a, a tweet or what? Yeah, it was a tweet, and it's a clip of you playing, and you like win a point. It's like singles mastery. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody's a master of singles. Singles is in terms of strategy five years behind doubles still. Like you think people, so? yeah. Like the the strategies of singles are, are going to evolve a ton. We're we're super far behind in singles compared to compared to doubles. Can I get my prediction on how that will change after ha- having played ten matches in my entire life? Absolutely. I think that more people will drop back to the baseline because the passing shots are going to become so effective, especially with the paddle innovation, uh, and it's going to be less about rushing into the net and more about just being able to absolutely drill forehands down the line. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've, I'd agree with that to a certain extent. If you're a big guy, you're going to be more aggressive going to the net uh, just because you can cover it a little bit better. Um, it's going to depend on your own physique, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, like If you're 6'2", like me, you probably still want to come to the net for a while. When did you turn 6'2"? So I put it on my license. <laughs> yeah? It's on the government ID, dude. It's... it's it's official. It's official. Yeah. You know, Altoff says he's white on his driver's license. He can be whatever he wants. He's identify it as whatever you want. Are, is this, are we getting into politics now or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is just, you know, be whatever you want. It's cool. All right. Why don't you play the next Women's U.S. Open? I will. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Anything, I'll, play, controversial. <laughs> I'll play the two-on-one U.S. Or I'll play the two-on-one Honcho Pickleball. Thomas is in the, the Women's... 35 plus all right u.s open next year i wonder if i wonder how i would do 35 plus i mean who says you? not 35 um my birthday is coming up and i'm sad uh all I'm right just, i'm just i'm just messing with you dude i'm just i'm just messing with you I don't, we haven't covered any ground yet <laughs> honestly some of our best pods are that way just absolutely um babbling uh but all right 
let's like where should we start with this thing okay like i have so many different notes that i took so anything from yesterday's episode that you think deserves we could have talked about more or modified because i haven't heard any news since yeah. we recorded recorded yesterday yeah well i have like i have my i have my own question especially especially about how like these contracts work right so like if you sign a deal with major league pickleball then you signed a deal and agreed to x amount of play um, for Major League Pickleball. And again, these are two distinct brands still, and they're going to continue to operate that way. At least that's what's been communicated. So you signed a deal, you expect to be paid this much, get these benefits, and you're going to compete in this many uh, events or have this many competition days. Same thing with, with PPA, right? There's certain expectations. But if you signed up to just play all these different PPA tour events, if they want you to now play Major League Pickleball as well, like if Julian Arnold is expected to play Major League Pickleball, should he be given another contract on top of that? Like, how are they going to figure out how to allot these days so that, so that it fits within what you agreed to participate in? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. And I don't know if there's a way to make that puzzle fit perfectly. So in my mind, these contracts are going to have to be they're going to be changed. They're going to be touched up for sure. I mean, for me and for the people who signed the Major League Pickleball deals, we're essentially an employee of Major League Pickleball for 200 days next year. And so they can more or less tell us to do whatever they want. They could tell us to right. play a PPA. I think they could tell us to play an APP, right? Um, I don't know how that works on, on the other side. Right. Um, what happens with Julian Quang, or, Quang Dong when he's right. making 500 grand or Matt and Lucy, right? They don't seem to care too much for, for playing the major league pickleball events. Like what do they do now? Are they going to be told that they need to play MLP? But were they even announced? Oh, they were, they were announced as PPA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So well, I don't know. That's a good question. That's one of those details that we're gonna have to hurry up and wait for. And, no, um, and nobody knows, like nobody knows. And so I was just sending some texts. I was putting some feels out, just trying to get the temperature of like different pros. And pretty much I heard this from everybody. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. We don't know what's going to happen. Even though there's this merger, there's still this feeling of who knows what's going to happen in a week? Who knows what's going to happen in 2024 when all this actually takes place because from what we understand 2023 continues as is 2024 is when these contracts actually all start and this new formulation is actually in effect so do you know anything about the ppa contracts because i can speak for the for the major league ones no. um i think i don't know do they have something similar like are you're basically an employee of ppa for 200 days of the year you have x amount of tournaments that you have to do for the ppa yeah, where I just I'm not familiar with the structure of those contracts. I don't know. Did they get to the contract phase? Did they pass the LOI phase? Uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, dang. Well, we'll see if I can find it because I Connor explained it to me and I wrote it down somewhere. But it, I have so many notes on this stuff; it's insane. Um, but yeah, I would say like the other thing that I think is worth talking about 
just being like a human for a second, I feel like we talked yesterday and we were sort of like laughing and um, like everybody is entertained by this, but like there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of, I don't know, I just think it's important to understand that like Steve and, and Connor Pardo in particular, like, you know, they're people and very much caught up in this. And this is very serious. What's, what's been happening for us. It's just, it's just entertainment. And I almost like looked back at the way we were talking yesterday and felt like, uh, I was kind of callous in the way I was sort of like talking about some of this stuff. Um, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of like, you know, a lot of people's lives are changing in many different ways throughout this entire process. And I just think it's like from the players to management to, um, Connor and Steve, like, it's just important to, to remember that if we're just going to be humans for a second here. That was one of the things I was just thinking as we kind of ended our, our recording yesterday. Okay. What do you, what do you mean by that? Is there anything in particular that you felt like you said that was callous? Not, not callous, but just sort of like to us, it's just like, Oh man, this happened. And then this happened. And we're like, and it's like entertainment for us, but I don't know. You know, um, like, it's, it's very serious to a lot of these people. I mean, even for somebody like you, right? Like this is your career. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's really serious for everybody involved, everybody involved. It's even, you know, a lot of the times throughout this entire thing, we've, we haven't focused on the implications for the fans quite as much. And that's the vast majority of people involved. Obviously they don't have direct dollars on the line as a result of all of this but there are hundreds of thousands of people that are impacted by this some far more than others mm -hmm. right um yeah i mean I, I, it's life-changing to to a lot of people it's life-changing to me that's for sure yeah it's life-changing to to connor and, and steve yeah um yeah it, it does have a profound effect on some some of the insiders in the industry mm -hmm. yeah I just figured it was worth calling attention to because for us, it's just been like, we're constantly tweeting updates and we're constantly, right. And like, there's a lot of emotions on the line and a lot of humans in play. And so, I don't know, it's just something to, to think about. Um, but one thing, a completely changing subjects here, but one thing we didn't talk about yesterday was like the tennis player signings, like Jeannie Bouchard, Jack Sock, Donald Young, Sam Query. Like, what do you think about those? What do you think about like a Jeannie Bouchard? in particular, where we don't even know if she's ever picked up a, a pickleball paddle. I think she has now. I, yeah, I, I, thought I, I saw her at, uh, <laughs> I thought I saw some one. picture on, on like the city pickle over in, uh, in central park. I thought I did. And I was in Canada the last few days. Uh, Canadians love them, but they won't shut up about Jeannie Bouchard playing pickleball now. Oh, really? it's, it's like, and I'm kidding, right? She's I'm, like I'm tongue hero. in cheek, but like, that was every single person yeah. that some of the, um, my buddy Chad, who brought me there from game plus would, would mention like, Oh, Zane's a, a pro pickleball player. And then, and then they'd be like, Oh, so you've seen that Jeannie Bouchard just signed with the PPA. Eh? <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> That's a Canadian accent. There go. Is that racist? I don't know. Are Canadians a race? <laughs> It's something. All right. Well, if that's what I get canceled for, okay. But um, yeah, no, it was it was legit. A a very very a lot a lot of people have have asked me about that, and 
you know, to date we've seen really good guy players come in. Like Sam Query, I believe, was a top 10 player at one point. Mm-hmm. We know John Isner has dabbled, and there's been video of him playing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Donald Young is well-known um, among Americans. We haven't had that top-level female player quite yet. Like, obviously, Tina Pisnik was an unbelievable player, but she doesn't have the same name recognition as Jeannie Bouchard. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's huge. We're hanging out with Viore through the end of the year. I've got my new pants on and I've got my shirt on underneath the hoodie. Underneath the hoodie, of course. Yeah. But I've literally been wearing nonstop Viore. I like being sponsored by them because I just keep getting more product and I never have to think about what I'm going to wear. I know. I keep getting more product and I keep ending up wearing the exact same ones <laughs> yeah. that I've had. For- you have like your go-tos. <laughs> I have the go-tos. They're at the yeah. – I have a I have a LIFO inventory system of my closet. Last yeah, right, in, right. first out. Yeah. For all those accountant bros out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I toss the shirts on the top of the pile, and then the last shirt that's been tossed on the top of the pile will be the shirt that I right. take out. And yeah, right. same with the shorts. Yeah. I'm I'm like fully kitted out in Discovery Warriors Viore attire from like two and a half years ago. Yeah, I know. You said that shirt's like multiple years old, right? Yeah. This shirt is still as soft as I first got it, and. It was November of 2021. These shorts are still unbelievably comfortable. November 2021. Um, Very first MLP. Viore.com slash the dink. 20% off your first purchase. Free shipping on orders. $75 or more. Viore.com slash the dink. And especially like there are more guys seemingly taking this as a full-time job, right? There, There seem to be a larger pool of male talent at this point than there is female talent. And having somebody that a lot of players probably looked up to uh, growing up, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Right? I think that's a great recruiting mechanism for the for the sport. <clears throat> yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just like it, it, it's basically they're just like, yeah, well, hopefully it pans out, right? Like there was a bunch of high-level college tennis players who got signed by the PPA because they just needed to add depth. And now it's like, all right, well, let's see if it pans out. But it's just a massive question mark. I think, well, I think they're irrelevant as players. No matter how good they are, even if they become a number one player, like like Jack Sock could very well become one of the best pickleball players. But that's n- not even necessarily the value of Jack Sock. Like he's not just another pickleball player. He is a guy that brings legitimacy to the sport when he's taking it seriously and grinding that's how we turn those tennis pickleball haters into into believers yeah right yeah um same with same with genie same with sam and i think that it'll be really good to for recruiting top level division one tennis talent to to play this game after they've finished school or even kwang dong i think he didn't he turn down a pretty serious tennis scholarship to to do this full time? Oh well, I don't know. That's that's the rumor that I've I've heard. Yeah, I don't know. This is I don't know whether this is accurate or not. What I've heard, and I don't even remember the source, was that he turned down a very very good Division One school, like an elite D one tennis program, to do this pickleball full time. Dang, that's pretty wild. Did he know he was going to pursue it full-time prior to getting this big contract? 
which again was 500 grand from the PPA is what we're hearing from a number of different sources. I'm assuming that the 500 grand was enticing him to leave that tennis behind and go full-time pickleball. Yeah. But like he you hadn't heard that he had committed to pursue pickleball and give up a tennis scholarship prior to all this. You were hearing this after the fact, right? I was under the Over understanding the so. that he was going to train both for a while. Um tennis and pickleball. Got it. Um, okay. But now it sounds like it's pickleball only. Tennis first pickleball players, let me pose this question to you. If you are a pickleball brand right now and you have the choice of signing a Jack Sock who has showed a ton of potential um, but is still relatively unknown whether he'll be a mainstay um, or you could sign somebody like a Tyson McGuffin who podiums all the time, uh, you know, has his own personal brand, is kind of the, the was intent was gonna be the face of Major League Pickleball. Who would you who would you put your money behind? Who would you sign to like a like a three year or like a five year deal? You first. <laughs> Answer your own question. Mm, I don't know. That's why I'm posing the question. I think it's a really good question. I think you could make the argument for either. One's a, a bigger bet. So Jack Sock is 30. Tyson, I think, is 34. Um, and, uh, you know, so they're decently close in age. Uh, but one's a relatively unknown, but has a ton of upside and shows a lot of promise. And obviously has his big brand from tennis. Mm -hmm. The other is a perennial winner and is a face in pickleball. Has a brand in pickleball right now. But, you know, how much longer is he going to be at the top of the game or within, you know, the top 10? Yeah. Or, you know, how seriously does, does Jack take it? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously it seems by all accounts, he, he loves it, but well, maybe he just takes a little bit of time off of traveling from tennis for forever and realizes like, Hey, I just want to be at home with my, you know, my family. Yeah. He just and, wants to chill. And just like I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Because he can, he can more easily walk away from this than than Tyson can. Yeah. All right. All right. You have to answer if you if you were a brand. If you, you, were a brand, you answer first, dude. You haven't you haven't given an answer. Once you give a name, <laughs> just say a name. <laughs> I think I would go for whatever makes the most like noise, and so I'd probably go with like a Jack Sock. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll formulate a counter argument, not because I believe it, because I just want to argue. Also, I'm teeing up some breaking news here, so. Go. Oh, oh, okay, wow. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take Tyson. Uh, yeah, he he is obviously super well known in pickleball and a and an internal uh, person, right? Like he's more of a known commodity and is seen as a pickleball expert. Even if Jack gets really good, maybe he's not seen as a as a expert per se. But uh, all right, so what are you doing? What are you teeing up here? Oh, that has nothing to do with it. This is my stat stack athletics, uh, but it has nothing to do with this. That's your stack athletics. I thought we were sponsored by Viore, bro. <sighs> I am aware of my Viore, obviously. Okay, um, but you know, little shout to Stack and George over there. Um, but anyway, let's go back. I might get derailed here. <laughs> uh, so all the rumblings right now are that. Uh, uh, Jack Sock has signed with Selkirk. Mm. Not confirmed, no announcements yet, but that's what I'm hearing, uh, which to me is a pretty big signing. On the flip side of that, 
uh, Tyson is leaving Selkirk and going to Yola. Yeah. Uh, who do you? So again, who do you think would be? Who do you think is? Who do you think wins in that? Like, is, would you rather be Yola signing Tyson right now, or would you rather be Selkirk signing Jack Sock? Man, Selkirk has poured a a lot of money into into Tyson. I mean, don't all of pretty much all of their clothing have TMs on it? A lot of them, maybe they've moved away from that a little bit. Yeah, I think that's like a specific line that they have. Okay. Originally, I felt like every everything was was on there. So who do I feel like wins that? Um, that's interesting because I feel like Yola has kind of had what they need, right? They have the top guy in the game in ben ben will always be the the face yeah like lifetime contract what is tyson what is tyson obviously he adds eyeballs he adds a different line of things a different type of of player but what does he add on top of ben right i don't know i feel like i feel like he'll he'll be second fiddle to to ben and that's not not a a wrong thing Mm -hmm. right but he also, you know, he's 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 got a more of a out there personality than Ben. That's for sure, right? Ben's more reserved, yeah. keeps himself. Good segue. Oh boy. So who do I think wins that? <laughs> I, I think mm, I'm gonna give Selkirk the win on that. Even though I said that I think Tyson is a more marketable pickleball person than Jack Sock, I'm gonna give Selkirk the the win there because selkirk needs to needs i think they haven't need to have another guy to replace mm-hmm. tyson and yola i don't think there's a tremendous amount of new benefit to signing tyson yeah fair your thoughts fair fair yeah i mean you the, now i want to segue i want to segue into the <laughs> okay <laughs> let's thoughts? go the segue into the Tyson uh, flipping the bird to Tyler Lynn. Hey, crime dog Adam Stone here in the booth. Way to pull out that game three. Uh-huh. And I have to, I have to ask Tyson. We saw off camera a little conversation between you and Tyler Lung after that match, and it might not have been positive. Would you care to elaborate a little bit? Yeah, it's just boys being boys. Uh, he likes to, uh, you know, uh, comment about me in a, in, a, in a very positive way on his podcast. So I just, I just let him know. All right, there's the answer. All right. That. Uh, so, Tyson, when you come in here to uh, a, a storied tennis facility like this, you got a, you've got got your tennis background. Does that uh, make this one more special? Oh, hell yeah. Did you watch that? Oh, oh yeah, I did. I saw that, like, almost immediately afterwards. Yeah. Uh, somebody texted me. Yeah. So, I actually listened to King of the Court mm-hmm. for just that. I was actually in the car with my buddy Chad up in Canada. We were driving to play some pickleball and we put on the first 15 minutes of that podcast and it mm-hmm. was it was fire. Yeah. So should we break down kind of the sequence of events? Go for it. Um, okay, so Tyson and Tyler are playing. Tyson wins, paddle tap, paddle tap, everything's all good. Uh they walk away, Tyler sits down, Tyson walks to the other side of the court. Uh Tyler's family's like behind him, like on the court um or in the in the venue tyson starts to circle back around and all of a sudden like on the on the feed 
we obviously some words exchange. Everybody can read lips. Um, <laughs> we need John Boy for this one. Yeah. You ever seen John Boy? Media? Yeah. Wait, no. Um, Eddie and Webby did a did like I a, did see a Eddie and Webby's. So um, shout out to them. Uh, but yeah, so you know, clear obscenities. Uh, really going at after Tyler, which is I think the weird part was like, okay, they did paddle tap and then they walked away, and then all of a sudden Tyson like flipped back around and was all of a sudden like livid and just going off on on Tyler. And it didn't really look like Tyler was responding. Flips him the flips him the bird, and then uh, starts to walk away. You just see Tyler like laughing. Which to me was like Tyler just didn't even know how to react. He was just like, "I'm just gonna laugh because I don't know what else to do." Um, but then, as Tyson's walking away, Tyler starts thinking like, "Okay, what's my comeback?" And so he chirps Tyson for uh, the fake Instagram followers. And then Tyson walks to the other side and then walks back to his side of the court. And then is like, "What?" So he does like a squat, like a he walks in a circle. And then as he's walking back over to Tyler's side, but on the other side of the net, Tyler gets up and walks over to him and starts like doing this like bowing motion. Like he's mocking him like, oh, like King Tyson, right? Um, and so that was like the extent of the change. But then, of course, it all spills over to social media. Uh, <laughs> and so we so we posted that. And then Tyson Get comes- him in the octagon. I would love to see that. Um, but Tyson's, it's Loon Tyson's, and Jimmy versus Tyson because Tyson's got – he's got some fighting background. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a wrestler. I mean yeah. that was like his high school thing. Yeah, right? yeah like get him in the octagon. His dad was a wrestling coach or something like that. Um, That's but, how we settle uh, disputes now. So nobody really knows what it was about in the moment. But then Tyson takes to Instagram, comments on our post where we like posted the video. And he goes, talk about my wife and you get put on blast. Winky face. While that's happening, Tyler takes a screenshot of Tyson flipping the bird and puts it on a story, and it just says "Family Guy." <laughs> and then I didn't o see that. And then Odoth put up a video where it's you know Tyson on his podcast being like, "I'm a family man. I'm a stand-up guy. Uh, you know, everyone knows my mo. How I appreciate other players, respect other players." And so like he's playing that audio while showing Tyson uh, flipping in the bird, which is just yeah, that was the audio from after. I was on court with DJ and uh, and DJ countered a ball and screamed never while he was right. countering the ball. Right, right, right. And then they had some words afterwards in that match. Um, yeah, so yeah. Ty Tyler and we were in a text with Tyler and Jimmy, right? And Tyler and Jimmy were like, show us the clip. Like, what did we say? So eventually a clip did surface where, you know, like Jimmy's making fun of um, Tyson because he's not carrying his bag for his for his wife. His wife has to carry his own bags. Um, and so Jimmy's like talking about his wife carrying her own bag through the airport is a shot at him, not her. Shows how dumb he actually is. I felt bad for her. And then obviously they went on the podcast, which is what you listen to and kind of rehashed the whole thing. So I don't know. I thought it was um, just pure, for me, just pure entertainment. And I love the animosity. Do you think that was like the first time there's really been a true like heated exchange on camera on the pickleball court? No, no. Uh, have you ever watched Salome play Leia? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's more like Leia's like, like waving her off and like doesn't paddle tap. And she, where she's like screaming I mean, at the ref, like make a better call, or like she's clearly cheating. Maybe, maybe in that specific context where the people are really going at it. Uh, 
Possibly. I, I don't know. I'm sure there's, I would guess that there's probably others. Um, entertaining. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think that the flip switch from Tyson is, is interesting. Like he, you know, kind of thought that he was, uh, that he was off, off camera in the clear. Do you think that's what it was? Or do you think he just like, he started thinking about it and then flipped and got pissed? Like, do you think he was being like, okay, while I'm on camera, let me do the like respectable thing and like paddle tap. Yeah. Now that I'm off camera, let me go give him a piece of my mind. I don't know. And I mean, just knowing Tyler's a chirper as well. Uh, and like what? Like what will he say? I mean, Tyler will make some comments. Yeah. That's for sure. I, you know, they, we haven't heard Tyson's side of this story to my knowledge. I don't yeah. know whether he did he talk, did he do a podcast? Did he talk about it at all? I, I don't, don't know. think he's really talked about it. No, he just had that one Instagram post. I mean, while he was being interviewed on court, he said, boys will be boys. Tyler likes to say pleasant things about me on his podcast. So I decided to tell him what's up, basically, which is like pretty much a non-answer. So I don't know whether this is true and this isn't on, on camera, but like, you know, there could be more to the story. There could have been there could have been words up there, right? Yeah. Like there could have been words up there that that we don't we don't know. Um it also could have just been a flip out. We don't, we don't, I think we didn't see the entirety, I feel like. But um, I'm, I'm curious what, what a sponsor thinks of, of that, right? Like, is it a, man, this is bad look on us? Or is it, that's Tyson being Tyson? We signed Tyson? Right. Like, he's going to do his thing yeah. and we're going to get a whole lot more eyeballs because of it. Yeah. And also there are, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there are probably a lot of people that will take Tyson's side in it. Right or mm -hmm. right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I don't know what's right or wrong. Whose side <coughs> to necessarily be on, but right. like, I don't know if this makes him look like a total a-hole. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not a good look. Obviously we saw his, we saw, what he did but mm -hmm. like i don't know i don't know if this is i don't know does this change anybody's opinion of tyson it doesn't change mine if i were a brand i'd be like that was wild and i'd, <laughs> and I'd move on <laughs> like i wouldn't really care that much but yeah i guess like you know pickleball forum people are all like you know on tyson's side because boomers love tyson the boomers love tyson and his nipple serves <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't really move the, move the needle. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I was having a conversation with somebody and I, I've been surprised that there hasn't been more of a like pickleball canceled type of thing where public opinion really turns against somebody. There's been really none of that that I can think of. Can you? Mm, I don't know. I feel like people have got gone pretty hard at like Riley sometimes, uh, against Salome against Leia for sure. Um, so there's been, there's been some of that, but typically it subsides and people move on. Right. They'll go hard for a little bit and then just get over it. Yeah. And right? then Mexico reveals that there's aliens and, um, you know, we're worried about a nuclear war and people move on. Like, it's just like the nature of. Yeah, I suppose so. There hasn't been any, I think, enormous outrage against a player for doing something ridiculous yeah yet well 
well, yeah, not not public enough, right? Right, not not scaled, not uh, yeah. Um, who's gonna be the first pickleball player to get canceled? To get like full on canceled? Yeah, I mean, who's, who's could, gonna who's gonna really f up? If you can steal a McLaren or a Lamborghini or whatever it was, and nobody bats an eye, then I think you can pretty much do anything out there. We'll put that theory to the test. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you. Have you seen this pickle four 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 account on Twitter? Yeah. Who, who seems to be in the know, clearly on the inside. Very sometimes, much on the inside. Sometimes bringing up information that's kind of, it's like already out there, um, but clearly getting information from people on the inside and has decided to make an anonymous account to air some of that out. Yeah. I've That person has had – a couple of things that even I didn't know. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, oh wow, uh, I had no idea. Right. This. Uh, Who do you think that is? Who do you think it could be? Do you think it's a player, owner, coach, somebody in one of the organizations? I think it's a. I think it would be a somewhat disgruntled. PPA employee or MLP owner or somebody close to one of those people. Somebody, I think somebody on the inside is not stoked about what's going on, is still has the trust of the people that they're speaking with, and they've decided for whatever reason that they're going to let things out. Also, I don't quite understand for what purpose like, right what does this person get out of of this right like it's not you know they're not the they're not breaking the news under their own name like look I, this is what i know and then if you're doing that you're at least known as an industry insider right like those guys who announced that so-and-so has signed a 300 million dollar deal with the yankees right mm -hmm. i don't get i don't know what this person gets out of out of um, releasing some of this info other than maybe they're just irritated with something or another. Yeah. But they've got good intel. What What's your theory? I don't know. I'm trying to like reread the tweets and see if there's a, like a bias toward any one side. Um, but it, it doesn't seem to be. It just seems to be like trying to bring light two things that are happening behind the scenes it felt like more more information coming out of the mlp side i agree with that yeah. yeah more it felt like there was more stuff from mlp side not necessarily right in favor of mlp but well, mlp like, type news like this one if i were ben johns i wouldn't sign any extension given the current pro pickleball landscape unless it included a massive signing bonus for all money up front. Wait until 2024 to see what unfolds and command your price. Help get more control for the players. So in that instance, it's like, well, Ben Johns obviously was going to be, and this is September 2nd, would be you know a, a surefire thing for the PPA. So if you're going to say that, then you're insisting Ben Johns don't sign with the PPA. Like consider your options, which to me indicates, yeah, this is somebody who is if they're in favor of any one organization, it would be Major League Pickleball. Hmm. Well, 
if that account wants to come forward and <laughs> come on the podcast, can we get him on, on the podcast anonymously? We'll do a voice changer. A voice changer. Let's get PB444, whatever this person is. We'll get him on the pod. Spill some inside info. I'd be down to do it. I'm trying to see if there's any more like uh, hidden stuff in their tweets that we can like pinpoint to give us some clue. I, I've definitely heard some theories about who it is, um, which is interesting. And people think it's somebody pretty involved with a few of the players on the MLP side. Do you think it's Jim Kloss's burner? <laughs> no, I think he has uh, enough burners already, doesn't he? Does he? Well, I mean, he's got an account. So you're uh, calling his account a burner? He's got, he's got, there's a parody Jim Kloss account and then Jim Kloss's cat has an account. Oh, so. there's a parody account and a Jim Kloss's cat. Unless account. that's the same one, I don't know. I follow the Jim Kloss's cat one. Tough to keep up with all these anon accounts. I mean, I like. I'm here for it. There's so many. I like the anonymous. Why is accounts. that? Why won't people just like stand by their opinions? Because uh, because you can go real hard when you don't have your name behind it, I suppose. But like some of them aren't even going that hard. It's like if you're yeah, you can have like a a loaded opinion and it not mean that you're a jerk, right? Like, and if you're gonna have that opinion, then you should stand by it. I, I mean, that's that's generally what I think. Now, does that mean <laughs> yeah. that it's not entertaining? Yeah, no, it's very entertaining. I don't mind it. I like the I like the people that are there to stir the pot. Whether it, I actually really like the people that talk crap about me on on twitter like if i i don't go on a tremendous amount but if i see something i find it like so entertaining and i actually like want to engage with those people more so feel free to shit talk me on twitter everybody that's the if, if you didn't feel free enough already um okay. and, and hit thomas while you're at it too no, at read, read my newsletter bro you really had to give your twitter handle for for our live uh yeah, a, <laughs> for our live yeah podcast yesterday that. yeah bro learn how to grow your brand oh my goodness um mba okay. student right there yeah let me all right so let me let me ask you some questions we'll just get your kind of your your answers to some of these um when is the next tour war will it just go back to being a cold war or will we actually have peace on earth now it's an internal war now it's succession right now it's where does the board vote and the internal politics of you know i don't know how board seats are elected is this a permanent vote like what happens if somebody steps down this now turns into internal major league pickleball ppa succession where there's struggle for votes on important topics and so it's i think a lot less of the dirty laundry will be out there in the uh, public it'll be very internal can i yeah <laughs> you look like you want to say something go ahead spit it out because i just got a text uh so as you were saying like we've really only heard the side of um tyler and jimmy uh, and then we only had like Tyson's interview and the one rogue Instagram comment. So I, I texted Tyson. I was like, Hey dude, like, I don't want this to be completely one-sided. Is there anything you want to say? And all he said was both dudes are irrelevant. Pardo and Ogden paid me a bonus for it. <laughs> uh, wow. So interpret that how you... <laughs> How you want. Uh, I love the Pardo short and, and sweet response. You guys still owe me money. <laughs> uh, if Tyson's getting bonuses for flip-offs. Maybe you got you to gotta embrace the bad boy. That's how you get paid. Who do I here. need to flip off to get paid? 
I don't know. You just start flipping random people off in Atlanta I and flip see what off, happens. I flip off people until I get paid. Um, is that I, what it is? Yeah, I think that'd be a, a good approach. Okay, I got to talk to Tyson. Um, all right, next question. That's fun. That's funny, man. Um, okay. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> do you think that's true? Do you think he actually gets – there's no way he got paid a bonus for it. No. Like should he he got he got fined what a dollar you get fined a dollar maybe yeah I'm One surprised I'm actually surprised they didn't haven't put an article out yet right no they got way bigger fish to fry yeah I suppose you know but like they like to capitalize on the drama and I don't I don't blame them at all yeah like when DJ but, throws the paddle give him a fine it's a dollar DJ wouldn't answer so the the streaker by the way it, whoever that is is definitely paid by the PPA or arranged by the PPA. That's my theory. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like that's a that's a setup for sure. Right? I could I could one hundred percent see that. Was that you? Also, where your what was your whereabouts? <laughs> what, what was your whereabouts Saturday? This last Saturday at three p.m. or whatever the hell it was. It's in uh, what's your alibi, bro? Michigan at a wedding. There's footage. Michigan, Michigan. That's just one step state over from Ohio. Uh, yeah, it is. I probably could have driven there. It definitely could have. Could have been me. Who knows? All right. Next yeah. question. Um, let's You know see. it wasn't Maurice the Grease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's right up his alley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him, though. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, there was one I wanted to read. Is there going to be any bad blood or awkwardness, maybe even MLP roster chemistry issues, or are the pros able to be pros about this stuff? I think there will be festering issues on the the pay inequality. Like that'll be irritating, but I really hope that that doesn't bleed over to on the court. I think once you're on the court, you want to win together. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think there's definitely going to be – yeah, I think there will be animosity and um, tension. Um, I don't see how there couldn't be. Between players? Well, between players, but not for – not because of like the way the merger panned out. I don't think, right? Like, Could you think of any instance where a player would harbor frustrations for another player based on the way things went down? I mean, I could absolutely see two players on an MLP team, and I'd have to look at the rosters to even think about if this might be feasible in Atlanta. Um but, you know, one is clearly better than the other, has better results, uh, you know, has a higher rating. But because of the way this panned out, um, the weaker player is paid like three times that of, of the more talented player. To find the more talented player, you, know, you have a good approach to it. You talked about it yesterday, right? Like you're just happy that um, you won in this as an individual. You got a pay increase. You're better off. Most players are. But I could see them looking at the person next to them and comparing. And if I think I'm better than that player, but they're getting paid triple what I'm getting paid, I'm going to be pissed. And it's going to be hard not to get frustrated at that person, even though it's not their fault, right? But just egos are involved, human emotions are involved, and it's very difficult not to compare uh, your worth to those around you. Sure. I, I just I don't know if that's – I don't think it's – warranted frustration at that player there can be frustration and i think that frustration is warranted but not towards that player right 
it's not that player's fault that they are getting paid more and it's, it's good for them right yeah. what did what did you expect them to do in that situation mm-hmm. right what's what's the alternative you should have taken less money and or to redistribute your money money no like i don't think it's makes any sense whatsoever to be mad at that player i think you can make an argument for being mad at at the league whatever you can you can voice your displeasure with the league but it's it's not that other player's fault that's for yeah. sure yeah and honestly like if you're a good person i feel like you should be happy for that other person mm-hmm. right i don't know that's my two cents on it yeah um yeah i think i think there may be awkwardness with um i think there's probably gonna be awkwardness with uh with staff with oh uh, for sure yeah you've already seen some memes of pickleball uh, yeah about it how could there not be mm-hmm. i mean these guys were bitter enemies trying to kill each other you know two weeks ago mm-hmm. and now they have to come together and play nice yeah but I mean, also, you know, I think there's going to be awkwardness between staff and players too. Like, you know, I I said what I said. I'm not going to take any of it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem with with PPA. I have a problem with certain individuals at in the leadership team, mm-hmm. and like, I, I don't think it's a bad organization. I think that there have been some issues that I've had with individuals and i think that those it's not necessarily between a person and the the league but rather a person and whoever it is that they're i guess interacting with um and maybe some of that'll be alleviated you know right maybe if there's some person or another that had you know big problems with with brooks you find a a workaround or on the flip side somebody who had a a big problem with a ppa employee like you figure out a way where they don't have to deal with or or work with that person i suppose or some some checks and balances there so yeah like i think it'll be i think i think it'll be there'll be some awkwardness but you know it's like a regular job there are plenty of co-workers that don't get along and you know, you're there to do a job mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So speaking of the, the job and your obligations as a player, so one of the questions was, will Major League Pickleball and PPA players be required to play in both event types or can they choose one? For example, you signed up to play MLP events. They're probably going to try and um, say, hey, you have requirements on the PPA tour now. Are you – do you think that's fair? Um and what about vice versa and how do you think that will shake out for the amount of money that they're paying me i would clean out the porta potties like <laughs> i'll do whatever the hell they want um i don't think that that sure maybe i signed an agreement to play major league pickleball but like i'll play a regular tour style event for for, for these dollar amounts like Sure, there's might be a format that I I prefer over the other, but I don't know how that's going to work. And at the end of the day, is that the job is more or less the same. You're playing pickleball for money, and is the format of that going to 
make you want to reject your six-figure deal? I doubt it. Like you can complain all you want in the in the beginning. You maybe you maybe you do complain in the beginning and you mm-hmm. try and have it your way, right? But at the end of the day, nobody's going to turn down one of these deals because they don't want to play the team format or they don't want to play the tournament format. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'd clean porta potties for this dollar amount. Yeah. So do you are you kind of like why or why would these players even consider boycotting Major League Pickleball like this upcoming event? Because apparently that's still sort of something that's being considered by some players. I don't have updates on that. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't spoken to to anybody from um, since since we recorded yesterday on mm-hmm. that. Um, I think you know I think making your opinions heard is important. Uh, I don't know if a boycott is the best way of doing it, but everybody's going to make their own individual decisions on that. Um, I won't be boycotting uh, yeah. Atlanta, and yeah, neither will I. So, um, oh, we were worried. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are what number are you on the alternate list? If you're a three three eight duper, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There were some there were some people lower than you on the MLP yeah. uh, draft application for for the second half of this year. Listen, I love it. Shoot for the stars. There were like four hundred dudes that signed up that. That uh, well, when you start to see some of these names going, uh, you might think, you know, because everybody's delusional already. (laughs) Everybody already in pickleball is like, I think maybe I could go pro. Like that's the thing, right? It's kind of like golf. When you hit a good shot, you're like, dang, I could probably be pretty good at golf. (laughs) Same thing with pickleball, but even more so. It's like everyone who's a five o ish is like, maybe I could go pro. And so when some of these names started flying off the board. Uh, I think that made a lot of people say, wait, maybe, maybe I could too. Right. There you go. Shoot your shot. Shooters going to shoot. Yeah, man. Chase your dreams. You can go for it. You're not going to get drafted if you don't enter the draft. That's true. You uh, might as well. How do you think USA pickleball factors into all this? I don't think they do. Yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting? Like they, I don't think anybody's mentioned their name throughout this entire process. What does USA pickleball do? At this point, I don't know. That's a good question. Put their logo on a NASCAR. They did do that. Yeah, they have a membership. What, what do you like? If you pay for a membership, USA Pickleball, what do you get? Like these days, what? You get to sign up for USA Pickleball tournaments, I think. Like I nationals mean, and stuff, but yeah. which is PPA now. Kind of, right? What, what, what does USA Pickleball have any of its ma- own majors now? Yeah, there's like the golden ticket events and stuff, right? But those Which are all what? sort of nationals, PPA nationals. But do they? Does PPA own nationals fully? I, I thought it was. I don't know how kind that of works. A, I'm not sure. I could be incorrect, but for some reason, I thought it was like a joint venture. Yeah, but if it is a joint venture, then USA Pickleball is going to honor like PPA victories and take those into consideration, right? Like, it's not just about getting the golden tickets anymore, is it? I don't know. I think you have to – so like the Kansas City tournament was a golden ticket event. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you win that in your bracket, you get to go to nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think USA Pickleball is like operating their own tournaments. I think that they are like partnering with certain tournaments. Right. So honestly, yeah, I, I don't – I don't quite know what what their 
future is. Um, they send me my pickleball magazine, you know, once a month or whatever. Yeah, fair. Wait, I'm am I remember I paying for that? I would love to actually know, yeah, what USA Pickleball's plans are for, yeah. you know, I, I see them, I see their involvement in paddle regulation waning. I think this is going to get taken over by yeah. by the Pro Tours. Has like, it I think not already? Gonna, kind of. Yeah. I think it's going to start you still got to so. get the USAPA stamp of approval on your um, on your paddle, right? Currently, for now, but if what is yeah, I mean, Why like does that, matter? that stamp is has continually gone down in value, right? Right, with right. advancements in paddle that used to mean something, and it doesn't as much anymore. Yeah, because I don't think they test things in the most effective way as possible um it's hard to say you know how how carl is necessarily doing things at ppa because i don't know whether carl is is testing for ppa under ppa standards or whether this is some sort of sort of usa pickleball thing i guess i would just need some some clarity there but either way i do think in not a whole lot of time i think that the the league is going to regulate their own thing especially because the league needs to make this game good for tv mm-hmm. usa pickleball wants paddles that are good for amateur participation right they have two different goals major league pickleball and ppa could say okay we really want super spinny paddles because we think it looks better on tv and usa pickleball might say well, we don't want super spinny paddles because that makes the game harder for amateurs to pick up. Right. And they have differing objectives there. So you want to test the paddles to your objective of your tour. So USA Pickleball approved will still be a thing, but you might see MLP or PPA approved. Mm -hmm. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's a long way of saying, I don't know. And I don't think they're going to, I think, there will be different paddle testing agencies pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. USA Pickleball's authority generally seems to be waning. I mean, the fact that nobody's brought up their name throughout this entire saga, I think that speaks volumes. Well, and, and just the fact that, you know, there's now a $50 million investment in the pro game. Like, they're going to have MLP PPA is going to be the driving force in the game if it's not already, Right. right. Uh, there's there's more money there. They're gonna have bigger databases of of people. They're going to be able to know who's playing better. You know, Duper is still involved in this deal, so you're gonna have you're gonna have data on all the different people that are that are playing. You're gonna have data on the different people that are attending events. And no, Duper's gonna... not involved in this deal. Duper stays under the control of Steve Kuhn. Now, obviously, Steve Kuhn is still on the board of Major League Pickleball, but Duper, I believe, from what I've heard, has been carved out along with Minor League Pickleball and um, you know all the other ventures because I think like Pickleball was somehow involved in that kind of ownership group. And um, I'll have to go back to my to my contract. I understood it as as I would be working with MLP and Duper. Um, when I signed my MLP contract, uh, but 
that also could be because I had already been working with Duper ahead of that. Right. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at the wording of of my contract. Yeah. But either way, I get the sense that Major League, even if it's not technically rolled up into that deal, I get the sense that they are going to work very, very closely together. Mm-hmm. Because, and the reason that I think that that it is is because Major League Pickleball basically did absorb Duper pre-Vibe merger in 2022. That was getting taken back out with the Vibe merger. So the Duper, Duper and Minor League was not going to be a part of the joint Major League Pickleball Vibe ownership. That deal obviously fell through. The Vibe and MLP ownership fell through, meaning I don't think that Duper was ever spun off from Major League Pickleball officially. But I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think that's what's going on, but I could and probably am wrong. Okay. I'm going to give you a little uh, piece because you mentioned kind of anon accounts who like to come at you. So I grabbed one of their comments who thought that you had give kind of like you gave like a two-sided answer yesterday. So I'm going to read their comment. You can react to it. Okay. So it says, Zane, or it says Zane, and then it's like you in quotes. I'm happy with where I'm at. That's what you said. After whining about perceived inequalities for 10 minutes, only to cap it off by asserting that the contracts players agreed to were somehow not negotiated in good faith. Seriously, bro? You admitted that you ran to the money. Nothing else mattered to you. You ran to the light while telling the entity that put you on the map to pound salt. That's all you saw, brother, money. It was clearly all about you. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> you went hard uh, you, dude. I, I What'd would you do s- to this guy? Is that Mr. Joe Steelers fan guy or who I is that? I didn't write down a name, so I'm not sure. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. Um, no, I explained. I said, yes, I am very, very happy with where I'm at. I was trying to explain what I think is going through other people's head. For me, I try to worry about about myself, and I am in a much better spot now than I was three weeks ago. Right? So that's me. And then we were discussing Atlanta sit-outs, all that stuff, and I said, I can understand why people are are upset. Now, that doesn't mean I'm upset about it. I, I'm not upset that somebody else is getting paid more than me. I'm very happy with where I'm at. I'm going to make that clear. I'm going to make that as clear as possible. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is I can understand why somebody else is upset. If they're comparing themselves to the person next door, I get that. Mm-hmm. I am good. I'm very happy. I Like I will, I'll say for the third time, I would shovel shit for this amount of money. Yeah. Like I'm good. Yeah. What else? What else do we have to unpack from from that? Because um, I feel like there were like eight statements in one there. No, I I thought that was. I think you pretty much. It was all pointing at the same thing, right? Like you said, it wasn't about the money, but then he was asserting that basically you went to the money because you made the evaluation of which contract would be more likely to actually come to fruition, like mm-hmm. which contract would actually pay you out, and you made the assessment that Major League Pickleball had a higher probability. And that was part of the factoring into your decision to go with Major League Pickleball. Yeah, sure. And I, I still think that that was, I, yeah, I think that that's true. I have yeah. made the decision. Well, you're of, not going to go with the contract that you don't think you're going to get paid. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that also doesn't change the fact that I think that some of the money thrown around, or at least some of the things that we had had heard, mm-hmm. don't feel like realistic amounts. Right. There was an amount that I've heard verbally on the table for a certain player that hit the $10 million mark. And that was a that was an offer that these players then decided to go with the other organization. Right. They heard that and they said, okay, that's not a real number. Yeah, right. I'm not the only one that thinks that a lot of these weren't real numbers. Yeah, it's interesting because I think one of the speculations was like, okay, so the PPA was making offers just because they had to do something to retain the talent and not allow that talent to go over to Major League Pickleball in the heat of the moment. So they threw out these numbers, as you would say, in bad faith. They never actually expected to pay those out. Again, this is speculation. Um, But now that the two entities have come together and agreed to honor those contracts, now they actually do have to pay those out, right? So it almost like they thought maybe they could get away with the fast one, but now they shot themselves in the foot because there's a way greater financial obligation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, there's still a million questions on on that. And I don't think that the payment structure topic is closed um i think we need to wait for more info on it yeah i don't think major league pickleball and ppa are going to come out with a with a press release saying hey we merged everything's going to be different we don't know what that looks like quite yet but go ahead and speculate on your own that was one of the thoughts i had though was like okay so they merge and they form this new entity what if they structure it as a brand new company and therefore the previous agreements contracts are dissolved because those were made to two companies that no longer exist that's an a legitimate thing to be concerned about that'd be a hell of a loophole yeah i mean or yeah there's that's not going to garner you want some element of good faith with your with your players um but also now they have leverage right mm-hmm. they, they certainly have leverage and i don't think that they want to use it and squash us into the to the ground but it's an option that they have yeah we don't have another option really like it's 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 play mlp ppa or play app mm-hmm. um we at this point are at their mercy i think well unless you guys come together i mean don't you think this is now more than ever the moment to create some sort of players union yeah, I mean, that's always great in theory. Like, I've, sure, like, if they decide to truly hose us, we could try to sit out, we could do whatever, but that's difficult to do, right? That's very, very difficult to do. Um, I've been, a, I've been a part of like three or four attempts or been part in conversations with three or four different groups that had been trying to put something like this together and they've yeah. all fallen flat. However, now that we are negotiating only against one entity, it will be slightly easier to, to form, right? If the players are negotiating on behalf of the players and some of them are going to PPA and some of them are going to APP and some of them are going to MLP, that's hard to have one association that represents all of those interests. Yeah. But when it's us against 
the MLP PPA joint ownership, that gets a little bit easier. Right. But either way, like, I, I don't think that's something that's going to happen between now and January 1st. Yeah. It, it still does surprise me, though, that regardless of, you know, what organization was trying to orchestrate it, some of the top players in the game didn't hit up all the other players and get everybody onto a Zoom call or in a room and say, how do we come together to make sure we create the leverage for ourselves? We're the product and go out there and get the best accommodations for us, right? So that we don't end up in the crossfire of, you know, something like this. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting to me that that has not happened. And maybe there were attempts previously to get everybody in a room like talking, but. There've been attempts. I think it's going to take us getting royally hosed to actually get this to happen. Right. And well, so until. Yeah, because it's weird. In this moment, you all got royally upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Assuming all of this, you know, continues as is and the contracts are fulfilled. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying they won't be, by the way. I was just sort of throwing a scenario out there. It's within the realm of possibilities. I don't think anybody wants to do that. I think that they want to pay us. We want to get paid. But it's within the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read you a couple more comments here, and I just want you to kind of react to them. So they're not necessarily questions. Is this Zane reads mean tweets? <laughs> Can we no. we, we got to do that. We we need to do a segment of Zane reads mean tweets and Thomas reads mean tweets. Well, I'm so, sorry. The other guy reads mean tweets. So Yeah. So somebody said, why is the other guy so bitter yesterday when we were live streaming? Did I seem bitter? Did I seem like I was bitter about anyone? Like, Maybe I was the other guy. Yeah. I don't know. No, they said Thomas. <laughs> oh, they knew your name? Yeah, it was very nice. It was very kind. But they said you were bitter. I felt valued. It, yeah, except for they said I, I was <laughs> acting bitter, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I didn't pick up bitter from you. Um, but you definitely seem bitter now. So mm, that's very bitter. Um, all right. Ken Herman, the only true OG left. Kind of true. He's just plugging along. He's just he's just doing his thing. The cockroach, as you said yesterday. <laughs> yeah, in the most nice way possible. It, yeah, in the most sincere way possible. Yeah. It's subjective whether cockroaches are gross or not. <laughs> uh, how right. is that subjective? Name me one person who doesn't think You've never seen those like gross. TikToks, the weird bug kids, and they're you know, playing with cockroaches. They love them. But you already just called them weird in that. So you, 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 so if you play it's with cockroaches, you're weird. Yeah. You you just admitted it yourself. All right, dude, stop. <laughs> stop. Damn, I should have been a lawyer. Yeah, that's good. Well played. Um, there was no way to communicate to players first and expect it to stay private until the press release happened. This is standard practice in any real business because I think kind of one of the criticisms yesterday was how the hell did was their first – initiative to go make sure they did a press release versus like communicating to the players um i would so. say nine i would say 95 percent no let's say 95 percent of people who played mlp season one knew about this merger by the time it hit the press release like the players knew and they nobody knows the terms probably those five board members are still working on details of this right so you you come out with bits and pieces i understand it like there wasn't a tremendous amount of substance to the press release but 
you get the news out there that like look we have one joint ownership group that news i think provides more clarity than not releasing that news Mm -hmm. you know that it's legit that they have merged now we're working on other things so i don't have a problem with how they they did it like they're working on stuff they don't know do you want to see rally scoring or traditional scoring moving forward I think I still think rally scoring makes much more sense. Really? I think you should. Do have... you like personally playing it more than side up? Um, I do because I think it's more. I mean, you just kind of know how long your your match is going to gonna go for the most part. You don't get stuck playing a two hour match. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer it. One of the interesting things that I didn't realize is that there's no more relegation. So. All 24 teams are premier now in 2024. Damn right, Frisco Pandas. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> a um, season to be forgotten. And uh, yeah. And you just continue. So then in 2024, all of a sudden it's like, okay, go. And everybody has to scramble to sign people. At the beginning of 2024, I believe there is a free agency. So it's going to be pure chaos, right? More chaos. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. More we're, podcasts. And we're going to have to like live tweet who signed with with who. And it's going to be to you know the Frisco Pandas' uh, advantage to announce when they make a big signing so that the other players hear and they have more leverage in the future conversations. And so I have a feeling we're going to be sitting here live tweeting, jumping on live, you know, updating Excel sheets, putting them out there like, oh, like they signed this person. They signed this person. This person might be going here, but just got a bigger deal over here. And like, I think it, we're just going to, it's going to be insane. Yeah. I still, and like, th- what's the day that that starts? I don't know. I still think that they should do an auction draft for this for the very first time, right? For the very first season. To me, an, that would make more sense. You do an auction draft. Yeah. That way you can actually see who's bidding what on what player. And you right. can have that drama of, Hire. We're in Texas. We probably got some guy in a in a big cowboy hat that'll go. Oh, Ben John's going once. Like, how much chaos would that be if you yeah. got an actual live auction? It'd be controlled draft. chaos, so we'd know. Hey, it's all happening right during this time frame. Right. Uh, so you know, we don't have to pull the all nighters again trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I I think that they should do that, and then from then on, next year is the last draft ever. You can sign free agents maybe you have maybe every year people who weren't on a team you can have like a a draft the way that the nfl does it for people coming out of college but next year should be the last time that the pros are redrafted and i think that's the intent so here is maybe going back to like is there going to be tension um is there going to be animosity how will that play out if there is like one of the things to think about is like who are some of these team owners? Well, like, you know, Connor Pardo is the owner of the Utah Black Diamonds. He's going to have to go recruit players. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be certain players that don't want to sign with him out of principle who are pissed. Um, I'm sure Leah Jansen has her qualms with certain owners. And I'm sure there's other scenarios like that where, you know, she might be the perfect fit for that team. She says, no, nah, I don't want to go play for you because I remember what you did. I was loyal. I got screwed. Like I could see that becoming interesting. And then to add yeah. to that, like a stack athletics, for example, who has like Tyra as their, the, the face of their brand, Ty, Tyra and Tyler, like, you know, 
in those negotiations, you can say, hey, we're not only going to pay you like X salary, but hey, Tyra, we'll give you a bump in your pay from from Stack, right? And there's certain like leverage points there. So, yeah, that part's interesting. The I guess ancillary benefits because if it's in a salary cap type of of situation, you can weasel I, around it. Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder how that works in other sports. But also, there's plenty of drama between players and owners in other sports. It just makes for great content. There's yeah. plenty of people who might not ever want to go play for the Astros because they're cheating scandal right. or play for some owner or got traded from some team without the owner talking to them on their birthday or something like <laughs> yeah. that, right? Like there's plenty of blood, bad blood in, yeah. in other sports. Right. And I think that, again, just makes things interesting and might make certain things different or diff more difficult for certain owners. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, I think Mark Cuban was a, a good example of the, the Dallas Mavericks. All of, he was the first guy to make the visitors locker room, like amazing, right? Mm -hmm. He made the visitors locker room amazing. And he's like, yeah, this is what we'll do for you here in Dallas. Right. And he gathered like trust of, of players that way for taking care of them. Mm -hmm. Right. You might have the, you might have that. You might also have the, you know, the flip side. So yeah, of not wanting to deal with certain people. Right. Right. Yeah. Free agency, man. It's going to be, um, I think they got to do an auction draft. I've been, I've been saying auction draft for sure. I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Agents of change. Okay. And you can have a salary cap. So it's not completely pay to win. Um, one of the other things is like, so, okay, if these teams are responsible for player salaries, but Major League Pickleball already said, hey, you're getting paid X for the next three years, to what degree does the team have a financial obligation and how is that taken out of the total salary commitment from Major League Pickleball and how do they decide how that works? Yeah, are these salaries on top of what Major League Pickleball, the central organization, has already committed? Good question. Right? <laughs> don't don't know. It's probably. I bet they don't even know. Somewhere. I bet none of the owners know. I bet they're all just like, oh yeah. I shit, think I didn't think about I that. Think we've gone through it at some point. I just I don't remember the the. I don't remember how it works off the top of my head from my contract. Because then for, I keep going back to him for some reason, but because he's top of mind. But Quang Dong, he's got the five hundred k over at PPA. But now he needs to be paid a major league pickleball salary. I would guess that the PPA salary. Well, would assuming carry he got drafted, to, by the way. Yeah. 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 Don't know. More. More good questions. Right. Right. More good and questions. Like, if you're an owner or GM, you got to study up and you got to know all these different things. I mean, there's there's a lot of nuance here. When did they start hiring analytics departments? Who's going to be the money ball uh, yeah. of this whole deal? Well, like, couldn't you see a scenario where once everybody starts going and trying to sign free agents where all of a sudden you realize, oh, in the midst of that, we technically went over the salary cap. Uh, you can go over salary caps in other sports, but you just have to pay a certain amount back to the league, right? I think that's I a thing. Know. That'd be a good way for... Major League Pickleball to recoup some cash. <laughs> Possibly make the salary cap some one dollar and then they have to pay everything back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think you can go over I think there's I think you can go over salary caps in but there's some form of like tax or remittance back to the, mm -hmm. the league. Mm -hmm. 
Um, what else? What, 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 listen, I've been, I've been leading the charge on this episode. Yeah, no, I didn't even bring my computer, dude. I, I, I don't know. At this point, we're in a, a hurry up and wait until we have more details. I think we'll, mm-hmm. I think a good course of action could be to keep doing some more of those, you know, impromptu pods when some news drops, but now it's, now it's on to MLP Atlanta. Like I would guess we're not going to get a tremendous amount of public information until after Atlanta. I would guess that the next thing is all like, look, let's get this event done. You know, we could have, we could have somebody not showing up. We could have other issues, but I doubt we'll get anything from the leagues ahead of that. Mm -hmm. I could, again, I'm, wrong all the time so take it with a grain of salt but i think they're now just on execution of that event well let me ask you a question are you tired of the endless search for the perfect court (laughs) well say goodbye to court hunting oh hassles with swimply your go-to solution for hassle-free court rentals so whether you're planning a pickleball party or just want to enjoy a friendly match swimply has you covered with Swimply, you can easily find and book private courts that suit your game and your schedule. By the way, it's basically like Airbnb for pickleball courts. It's actually pretty cool. So, so you, you can, have you have basically like if I had a private court in my backyard, yeah. I could more or less just kind of like rent it out, yep. run it as a club. Yep. Interesting. They do the same thing with so they started as doing that with pools and now they do it with pickleball courts. Do you have to um like do you have to get that? Do you have to rent out the house too, or is it just the court? No, just the court. No, okay, so it's not like an yeah. Airbnb, but right. it's only for your. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. How many how many places are on Swimply yet? Good so question. Far? You can check Swimply.com, or the best way is you just download the app, browse available courts in your area, and book the one that's perfect for you. Beautiful backyard pickleball courts are just a tap away. Just a tap, Zane. Just, just a, tap. a tap. Dang. Don't let the court hunt hold you back. Dive into the world of Swimply today. Visit Swimply.com and find them in the App Store. Escape locally with Swimply. That's interesting. I think that's especially – that's very, very valuable for somewhere here like like Austin. Yeah. Right? If you've got a court in your in your backyard, um, you can probably make a decent chunk of money for, uh, for mm-hmm. renting that out. And if you can find one of those, it's great because you know you actually have a court. Um not a bad idea. Yeah. We like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like, yeah, we we like, like that. that. I'm going to Nashville this weekend playing in a bounce tournament. Um, bounce is another app, but they're holding a bunch of tournaments. This one's with the Tennessee Titans. So the winner gets, I think, like signed jersey and helmet and stuff like that. So I'm going to need to find a court to practice when I get there. So I use, use swim play. Um, that's all I got, dude. Okay. Good stuff. Well, that's all I had too. So yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I just uh, want to make sure. A little preparation goes a long way, Thomas. Dude, I think we prepped. You prepped. I prepped up a storm. Yeah, you really did. I let you down this time or another, but man, I've been running around like a chicken with my my head cut off. Thank mm-hmm. goodness for Maddie Pickles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You say you prepped. Maddie Pickles prepped, huh? You prepped up some some questions. Maddie pre- Maddie Pickles, the real MVP. Maddie is our Jamie. Yeah, but he, we got to get him in here. It would be nice to get him like in this chair right here, Maddie. Are you open to it? Maddie. In this chair, reading through and asking us the stuff, so I don't have to think about what the next question is all the time. Maddie, what are you up to uh, Tuesdays at one o'clock? 
he's gonna be sitting in that chair um, all right we'll have to talk to maddie actually don't text him just let him see this this yeah. is his job interview yeah he, yeah right if he doesn't listen to the end of the episode yeah he misses out on the job exactly right it doesn't pay anything so you gotta be committed you gotta be committed to the pod absolutely um all right tell the people what what podcast this is pickle pod Done. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Dyler has fun. I 